Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the 1996 Polly Shore classic, Biodome. 1996 Polly Shore. Look yeah. at that. This is uh <laughs> Buddy. Second, is this our second Polly Shore? Yes, we did Son in Law. Because I'm the Polly Shore fan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll much. find we'll find yeah. out more about that uh, here in a minute. <laughs> and of course, we always ask if you are listening in or watching us now on the YouTube's. If you've never found a reason to watch this movie, please take it upon yourselves to go find it now. It's currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, so if you've got access to that, you can go watch that for free. But otherwise, uh, find it wherever you can. Watch it. Come back and then join us for this conversation. And you're back. All right. Thanks. Uh, now we can now we can get this ball a rolling. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves because uh, no. we know what each other think. Now we've been what this will end up being, I think, episode ninety eight. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're we're inching so close to that one hundred uh, episode spot. So uh, so we need to ask another uh, guest to come on. We have uh, we're very excited to have returning guests all the way up uh, from Traverse City. We have Traverse City area comedian, Mr. Matthew Zarelli is with us. Hey, buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. (laughs) I'm really excited to talk. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this one. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a blast last time. We did Clueless last time. Yes. Yes. Oh. Sorry, I was gonna say we've picked some like really dumb like mo- like dummy movies. I just don't want you to it. think that. Okay, good. We don't <laughs> think you're dumb. <laughs> I to you, which is fine. Clueless <laughs> <laughs> turned out to be a really pleasant watch for me. I was pretty so impressed. I enjoyed it. it. So, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And we'll see what happens uh, with this one now. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome back uh, via Zoom. We can do a mini Zoom tribal here. I guess I don't mini tribal. Mini tribal. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> And then uh, we always ask the guest, uh, Matt, uh, how long had it been since you watched this before we made you watch it for the podcast? I'm going to come clean. I've never seen this one. This is what? a first watch for me. I oh know. My goodness. I, this That's is right. I know. And I, I don't know. It's one of those that I don't know kind of how I missed it because I loved Encino Man and yes. I was a Polly Shore guy. And I, it's just one that was a blind spot in my uh, repertoire. I, and I, oh, man. I, I'm really glad that I did. It's one that's been around so long and referenced so much. It's, I, it's almost like it seems like I had seen it or something, but I, sure. I had never, never seen it. So huh. pretty excited. It, that yeah. is crazy. What a 90s time capsule this movie is. <laughs> For sure. All right, all right. Oh. And Mandy, uh, how long had it been since you watched this movie? Uh, probably about a year. I, we, we planned on doing this movie with another guest, so I watched that. But yep. I, I mean, I probably, this is something that I watch probably at least once a year. Okay. Um, and as a kid, I watched the shit out of sure. this movie. Yeah. I do right, recall, I watched it again, like we, we had planned on doing this once before, so it's been probably a year since we had the plans in the works, but it just fell through. Um, but prior to that point, it had probably been close to a decade, I would say, since I saw this. Um, it does come up here and there, but I mean, as far as sitting through and watching the whole thing, you know, with the intent of watching Biodome, it had probably been quite a few years at that point. Um, Did you watch I, it a I lot do, as a kid? I do remember watching it a ton as a kid, yeah. Um, I, I remember liking the movie as a kid um, and then uh, watching it again. It, for me, did not hold up. Like it was, <laughs> I was not a fan of this movie on, uh, upon rewatch. I don't know if it's, again, a lot of these things can be skewed by like a critical eye, like watching this for the point of the podcast and right. being like, 
what could I possibly say about this movie that, you know, people aren't already thinking or, or that, that has any sort of a, you know, a reason to, to tune in, but yeah, it's just not, not up to snuff for me as far as a comedy film. It's, it is very much Pauly Shore comedy. So if you're into that, I mean, that's, that's what you're into. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, you definitely had a lane. This is definitely yeah, uh-huh. right in the Pauly Shore lane. For sure. Um, yeah. Like I noticed watching it this time, <laughs> <For> especially for, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I like, I noticed that I related in the beginning, at least I felt like I sided more with Dr. Faulkner Faulkner. Yeah. Um, because I was like, these guys are assholes. They're like destroying everything. And then, you know, eventually, you know, obviously they, they have like a turn, you know, a a turn of mind frame or whatever. And they start to actually help, which that's the timing of this movie is weird because a majority of the movie takes place in the first month. Yeah. And then they like speed through like 11 months. It's like a montage of 11 yeah. months. Yeah. The third yeah. act is like the 11 months. Yeah. 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 You just get like, and the whole, it's like benchmarks the whole time of holidays. Just... That's all you see. It's yeah, like the, the whole Halloween, time. Halloween stands out. Oh, yeah, there's a Christmas tree. Yeah. It's like a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the whole time I wondered, are they spending 11 months listening to you can dance if you want to? Yeah, Cause I'm pretty sure for... I would give up if that that's were like psychological. That's what you do to people in captivity to get them to break. But we've become desensitized to it from watching this movie. It's either that song or that da 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 song over and over again. So great soundtrack. Yeah. Excellent soundtrack. (laughs) Steelers Wheel made this one. Like the safety dance is that men without hats. Yeah. So we get some tenacious we get some early tenacious D. (laughs) I was so excited that blew my mind. Yeah. Don't say we didn't save some fucking trees. (laughs) (laughs) That blew my mind. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, It just it was really great. So in, in case you're listening in and you have not seen this movie or you just kind of forgot what the hell it's going on, uh, uh, Bud and Doyle are uh, one of the Baldwins. Is it Stephen? Stephen Baldwin? Yeah, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, and uh, Pauly Shore. Uh, they think they're going to a mall to take a piss, and it turns out to be the Biodome. And now at the time, was in, in 96, was a Biodome like a thing already established? Like, I mean, I, it must have been. I knew what a Biodome yeah. was, but like these guys did not clearly know what the hell was going on. Um, so. They're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and the premise of the film is like, this was like the first of its kind, right? Like they're breaking ground on a brand new venture into this whole like, let's see if we can sustain life you know, in a con- enclosed environment uh, for a year and see what happens. I thought you were going to say in a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was interesting to Mandy's point. It was really interesting because it's like we're talking about 25 years ago, mm. and I don't think the climate change discussion was certainly what it was today. So it's kind of it. It was interesting to see like that Dr. Faulkner. You feel a little more like sensitive. Like no, he's doing like he's actually doing the right thing. Like yeah. from our two thousand you know two thousand twenty eye, it's like yes. But yeah, it's he, funny that you say that because that's probably why I feel the way that I do now. Back then, I was just like, oh, this guy's so lame. These guys just want to have so much fun. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like back then, that's what environment like what I saw environmentalists as is right. what those kids were being back then. And I'm like, you don't yeah. really care. You don't really, you're not really trying. You're literally just trying to get laid like a bunch of those yeah. frat dudes were. And uh, now it's to the point where you need to be that like, uh, like militant sort of like Dr. Faulkner in the end phases of like, we right. have got to do something about this or we're all going to go to hell. And then he eventually just uh, tries to blow the thing up, which is what well, we're going to do. 
you know, the guy who ahead. plays Dr. Faulkner, fantastic. He, William <laughs> Atherton. William Atherton, who's part yes. of one of my favorite movie scenes of all time, which is from Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh-huh. The, the Bill Murray line, it's true, Your Honor, this man has no dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one of my favorite lines of all time. Yeah. I'm going to miss him and they take him away. It was great. It was, he plays the best asshole. Like yeah. he, he's an asshole in Ghostbusters, Die Hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, we're real genius, which we're we're gonna do eventually because I love that movie. Oh, that's such a great movie! <laughs> I know, oh, right? Genius, so good. That is that, going I to be. Was in that. That's going to be like a first watch for me, essentially. Uh, like it's been. It, it has Val Kilmer in it. It's been you're so gonna, long. I think you're gonna love it, Matt. Yeah. No, really Matt. Well, hate, Matt hates everything. He's <laughs> like, uh, I don't. It holds up. It's got that. It's like one of those first. It's like Ferris Bueller before Ferris Bueller. But we're talking about yeah. We, we yeah, for up. sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. <laughs> we can dip wherever we need to, man. All right. Uh, I'm gonna kick this thing off with a little clip, though. This is explaining kind of what the biodome is. It was that little infomercial at the beginning that we had to sit through. The place is the Arizona desert. Here, a team of scientists and investors, led by Dr. Noah Faulkner, has come together to create the first space station on Earth. <laughs> They're breaking so ground on an Earth space station. Unspoiled, <laughs> unpolluted, a world that no longer exists outside. This Earth Day, Dr. Faulkner and four carefully chosen, highly qualified scientists the will see themselves inside. Their mission yeah. will be to sustain life for one year while living in harmony with nature. America. Welcome to Biodome. Congratulations, Biodome 5. Yeah, Biodome 5. <laughs> um, by the way, William Atherton is um, he is going to be the voice of Drew Pickles in the new Rugrats reboot. Oh, okay. fantastic. So, did you watch Rugrats? Yes. Yeah. No? I did. Well, Chuck, Chucky, the little redhead, his yep. dad was Drew Pickles. So, that's super fun. Isn't that? Yeah. It, no. Or is it Tommy Pickles? Yeah, it was He's Tommy. Tommy's yep. dad. Yep. Yeah, that's sorry. Right. Good to yeah. hear William Atherton still working. That's good. I like, know. It's good to know he's still living. I honestly <laughs> expected to do a rips to Atherton on this, but no, he's still alive. Nice. True. All right. Um, so are you guys, uh, so we did talk briefly about Pauly Shore and your life with Pauly Shore. Are you guys like fans other, otherwise? I know, like I said, we covered um, Son-in-Law, uh, but you've got the classics like In the Army Now. Or yeah, jury duty or whatever the hell that other one was. Encino so. Man is my peak Polly sure. Shore moment. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed Encino Man with Brendan Brendan Fraser. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's oh. a guy who just kind of faded away. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of, like the last thing I really remember with him was like the Mummy stuff. Yeah. And then he kind of. Yeah. Just, I feel like he was in some Disney stuff, and that was it. Yeah, and he, yeah, and I didn't watch. It's a sad thing. I didn't really watch the Disney or the uh, the Mummy movie, so it was mostly like, what was that? uh, Bedazzled, I think he was in. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's right. I love that movie so much. Really good movie. (laughs) Yes. Who's the devil? Uh, What's her name? Um, Elizabeth. Hugh. Hugh, Yeah. Yes. I was gonna say Hugh Grant's girlfriend who broke up with him for sleeping with a whore. Yeah, she was a very important part of my adolescence. There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, bringing us to Miss uh, Joey Lauren Adams, who was a, a, a yep. big part of my uh, growing up, my childhood. I really, yes. yeah, I really I, enjoy I this. I don't know if this movie passes the Bechtel test as far as complicated <laughs> female characters. <laughs> well, we did have. Uh, don't forget was, Kylie Minogue is in oh, this. That's right. Yeah. What if, Kylie what Minogue. Is, I was like, holy shit. I could you, not believe it. That did you I find couldn't believe a, she was. Sorry. Did did you find the quote from her uh, regarding this film? Um, uh, I did. Part of your, part of your uh, fun facts there. Yes. Um. She said, 
Um, Kylie Minogue has called this film her worst career move ever. Yeah. She yeah, said yeah. that it's the, it's the only thing that she's ever done in her professional life that her father has ridiculed her for. Oh, no. Yeah. Also, Alec Baldwin told Stephen Baldwin that doing this movie would end his career. Yeah. <laughs> so, has he been in anything since? <laughs> not, oh, not. yeah. No, yes, he has. He's been in stuff. Okay. The Baldwin family um, is fascinating to me. For like, sure, yeah. There's a documentary we all need. Yeah, like Stephen Baldwin's like a like a zebra. Like it should be, it's like, it's not a horse really. Like it's like you're looking at this thing that's like, where does he fit in the, <laughs> this family? Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I enjoyed his performance in this movie. Yes, and, and oh my gosh, so hot. Oh my gosh. Like I forgot. I forgot how good looking he was in this movie. Yeah. Obviously, like his dreads are stupid, but but eyes, his eyes, his teeth. He like the Baldwins are just an amazing looking family. Right, like yeah. they're all so to stunning. Me, the the weirdest, but like it's still Alec Baldwin. No matter how much he does to what seems like would be ruin his career, it just seems to keep uh, pushing through. And I don't know. That's what because he he's done. fucking great. His Trump impression <laughs> is like one of my favorite SNL like things ever yeah for sure it's amazing and he's like and my mouth looks like a little butthole (laughs) it is amazing uh, he had a really good comedians in cars too with uh with seinfeld he's a pretty fascinating guy yeah yeah that whole Um, fucking family man it's great 30 rock he was amazing in 30 rock and paulie shore like he's got that whole family lineage thing like his mom was missy right from the mitzi shore yeah yeah yeah. The, the late great mitzi shore she just i think she just passed away within the last year or so now here's the thing. It was yeah, I think it was one like, a couple of years because of years I ago. saw him. I saw him at Shakespeare's in Kalamazoo mm. uh, a couple mm. years ago. Which a couple was, years ago, and his mom had died. And recently. describe that show for us, if you would. Oh, I've heard legend of this show from Bobby Fredericks. It wanted, was yeah. a train wreck. It was. Un- it was. Yeah. It was so. Uh, it was so horrible because my sister and I love him so much. Like we, I remember never watching meet him your heroes, he, people. Never. Right? Oh, man. We yeah. watched him when he was a VJ on. MTV. Like I remember seeing him on Spring Break and like thinking, "Oh my gosh, this guy is so hilarious. He's so cute." And then loving all of his movies. <laughs> the weasel. Oh. <laughs> uh, so then he he basically like gets on stage and just talks about how shitty his life is now, and uh. you felt it was like it was self-deprecating, but it was more like a therapy session than like a funny, you know, "Oh, I'm a loser." Ha ha ha. It was like no, like my life is shit, and I'm yeah. But oh, I, I, well, I, mean, I don't know. He ended up in the basement of Shakespeare's in Kalamazoo. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he was at like the pinnacle. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not nothing <For> disparaging. <laughs> nothing disparaging against Shakespeare's, but I mean, this man was like on the top of the world at one point. You know, right. Like he was like everyone's it guy, and then I do. Th- I would actually go see him again in hopes that this was just a bad show. Yeah. Um, fluke. I really would. And he was supposed to come to Shakespeare's. I think they had to, to like a postpone it. I almost said adjourn it because I work, <laughs> I used to I work for a court. They had to postpone it because of COVID. Um, so if you get a chance, you definitely should see him because I hope I'm hoping that it won't be so horrible next yeah. time. But it's still fun to be so close. Yeah. And I took a bunch of pictures, even though you weren't supposed to. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got a kick out of his performance in this movie in a bunch of spots where it's like, it's almost like he doesn't know he's in a movie in some spots. <laughs> like everything, like it's almost so casual. Like he yeah. kind of laughs, like he laughs at stuff he's saying and it's like, they're just messing around. You can tell it was just, I don't know. It was interesting. 
so there's uh, an example of that in this clip right here. This is a very long clip, but we're just going to kind of, I'm going to skip around in I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Just <laughs> play the shit out of it. <laughs> Look at his wrist. It's quivering. It's oh bad. God, what happened? I'm no doctor, but I think he's brain dead. Yeah, and? Um, <laughs> there's you know, that laugh. Birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. I was up on the couch trying to take down the mahi-mahi. <laughs> free free mahi mahi free mahi mahi i still say that to this day anytime <laughs> someone talks about mahi mahi gravity snatched the poor little boy and he fell down like a rag doll mm. <laughs> one of your convenient little accidents with it monique look you caught a huge whelp and the guy's hit an accident i can't make that up see huh is it Please the plan me. had merit like this was going to work it was a good plan you should have used the back of the book, you know? That's, that's the only thing they messed up. The logo. My poor little doily. I love it. Oh, no, that's doily. He's got a quivery colon. Quivery colon. Damn it, but you guys promised that. We're going to keep trucking through My butt. The only thing that hit Doyle's head is this book. I don't think this movie could be, this scene would be in it this today if it was made because of the CTE risk of being hit with an encyclopedia. Right. Yeah, we don't want the, the kids to follow suit. You know? <laughs> right. There were a bunch of those, though. Like There was the uh, jump off the roof, uh, Mary Poppins oh, yeah. style. Yeah. 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 The bungee was, jumping off of the thing. The bungee and, jumping. Yeah. So 90s. The bungee was great. <laughs> so yeah, 90s. extreme sports. For yeah. Sure. yeah. I still, t- I'm still like, I still say, make it a filter. <laughs> make it a filter. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. Every time you pick up cigarette butts, is that one? <laughs> Yeah. Kind of, well, I mean, back in happen? the day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're saving a biodome. Like, well, anytime. <laughs> or anytime you just need to make a filter, you know, like that, that yeah. happens all the time. I also say, oh, I'm slutty. Oh, yes, I'm slutty. Too. I feel like a duck-billed platypus. I'm a duck-billed platypus. Sure. Yeah. I say that too all the time. Yeah, there are a few uh, yeah, running, uh, you know, lines that still show up in life today. And I find that to be the case with these uh they become these movies are so far removed from what i normally watch nowadays that they have just become these little sound snippets in my brain and when things remind me of them that's when they come flooding back it's like oh shit like i need to watch that movie again and (laughs) you know uh let's see uh do you guys have any outstanding uh characters anybody who like say not bud and doyle but was there anyone who stood out as far as like uh Sub level uh, cast member. The, the, la- the guy that was on Laughing, the investor. Mm, yeah, uh, what's his name in this movie? Uh, Leaky, was- Mr. Leaky. Mr. Leaky. Yeah. Mr. Leaky. I meant to look him up. Yeah, Henry Henry Gibson rips to Henry, Henry Gibson. Gibson rips, yeah, he's, yeah he's he died no nine. He was yeah he was pretty old so he died no nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he did a great job. Especially there's that, because there's that one scene where he gets the cigarette, like they're doing the homoerotic <laughs> thing, the phone sex thing, and he gets the cigarette out. <laughs> we're Bud and Doyle. Doyle. We're thinking of you. And I'm Bud. And when we're not out saving the environment, <laughs> we're thinking of you. Naked, thigh deep in tofu. There was a lot of this, like, blatant homoeroticism throughout this movie. That was an interesting, like, it was just an interesting thing because I mean we're talking ninety five, right? Ninety six. Sure. So ninety six. There was so much of that in there, you know. Now, the, also the toenail chewing scene. Oh my god! I'm so glad you. I've been waiting to talk about that, and I've been waiting to mention it. Oh Did my that gosh. was that difficult for you? Because I yes. thought that was hilarious as a kid, but as like a, an adult, I was just and he like brings it out. I was like, he's like, oh, yeah. good one. 
I was I I was like, oh my gosh. Oh so and the fart smelling. Between the toenails and the fart smelling. Yeah, Jeanette and I were both watching it. We were both doing like the horror movie, like cringe at that one. Go deeper, buddy. (laughs) Oh the one with the bunion. Yeah, or the corn. Or the corn. Um my standout character by far. Um, is the guy that plays Russell? His name is Taylor Negron or Negron. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. I think he is amazing. He is in nothing but trouble, and he <laughs> plays a Brazilian, and he's so funny. Also, rips to him in '09. Yeah. He was great. Or, I'm sorry, in 2015. 2015, yeah. he died. Okay. He died of cancer. Yeah. Aww. Well, here, he's he, here's one of those a... guys that is great in everything. 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 He was. He makes everything better. He shows up just out of nowhere, and he's just. And he's like, in oh. a ton of stuff. He's one of those utility players that's just all over the place, man. All right, here's a little clip from him too. There's beer cans in the trash in the kitchen. There's beer cans in the trash in the bathroom. There's beer cans in the trash in the basement. What does that say? We're out of beer. <laughs> Mom, would you please tell your love slave that if he's not part of the solution, he's part of the problem? The only problem I have is that I've run out of depends. You know, Russell, there is a bathroom right around the corner. I cannot go to the bathroom. I hurt my bladder rollerblading. Rollerblading, valid, you know. Yeah, as as happens. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, think haven't, it, haven't we all? You know, it's a tie between him and the guy that plays Romulus, the mm. bug guy. Yeah, Romulus oh, is yeah. going to be mine. Yeah, my standout. Oh, okay. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, feel so horrible for him. Those fuckers like catch all of his bugs with that sticky tape, and I was just like, this is so sad. This poor guy's life's work is all like. I only now. I only pulled one. I think one clip that like features. Romulus pretty uh specifically and it's very short. Simeon. <laughs> yeah. Simeon. Dick. That's it. <laughs> I just love his retort to that. Like it's so highbrow. And then he I just comes back with Dick. <laughs> and he's like, and later, Oh, this tastes like it came out of Romulus. Maybe it did. <laughs> um, but then later, uh, Romulus uh, throws out the the dick too. Like at the end, he's like dick when he uh-huh. you know, locks. They the make it all right in the montage scene with Romulus. I feel like yeah. they, they they straighten it out with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his lepidoptorus or whatever, yes. boinkin or whatever the hell he calls him. Didn't know. their drummer lose an arm? <laughs> <laughs> Lepo what? I, yeah, that was wild. Oh, uh, so I, funny. I am going to play the clip here of reintroducing the Biodome 5. It's just very short, but it just tells who and what everyone does here. Please, I would like to introduce my team. Miss Olivia Biggs, our geologist. Uh, she was in uh, something else. What was she in? Denise Dows. She's actually second in the credits under um, William Atherton. She's been in a shit ton of stuff and she's still like filming. She did a lot of like TV oh. stuff, but she was in something interesting. I can't remember what the hell it was. Uh, uh, I can tell you what her filmography is. Yeah. As a, like one of her top listed things, but anyhow, we'll get back to her. So, okay. TC Romulus, our entomologist. That was Romulus. Romulus. There. Uh, which again, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but then he also has a lot of uh, TV work that he's done uh, since this. Familiar face, yeah. He's one of those that guys. For sure, yeah. He's a he's a that guy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> this Petra von Kant, our oceanographer. Petra von Kant. <laughs> um, she's actually named after a character from something famous. I can tell you what that is after I'm after I I'm done that. looking. Yeah, I read that too. Um, it's like she, a character in a book or something. 
Yeah, she the um, Dow's woman. She was in Ray Pleasantville. Oh, yes. Requiem for a Dream, which yeah, I, I was going to mention Requiem for a Dream because we keep that movie keeps coming back. Yes, around. it really does. And yeah. I have never seen that movie, so that's a rough watch. So yeah, I've heard. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like Schindler's List. Like you watch it yeah. once, and you're like, yeah, I never have to watch that again. Yeah, like there will be blood. It's an it's an intense watch. When we talked about the ass to ass thing so many times we with did. um with Kuban with yeah. a- Adam and Kuban. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's got to so be funny. the signature ass-to-ass film in the history of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of the plethora. Yeah, if you, I if mean, you, that's, yeah. it's a one If you that open comes... that page, it's right at the top of that page. <laughs> Mimi Simpkins. Our agricultural... Mimi Simpkins. This, this woman did, like, hardly anything else. Just think of the water. You stand... Just Come on. Just let it go. Come on. Hurry. I can't do it here. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is a good opportunity to talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's take a second and talk about the security at Biodome. <laughs> right? Oh, and I'm actually really. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, well, at one point he says he's got over $100 million invested in Biodome. <laughs> They've got one, one guard, guy. Yep. And they left the fucking keys in the door. <laughs> right? Like, uh, I know. And this shit is supposed to be airtight. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's just Even the air can't get out. And then these two <laughs> yeah. morons. When he's like, oh, look. <laughs> look, a tasty dactyl. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to eat you, the frog legs. And then, oh, key. Tasty dactyl. I know the key's just when- hanging there. They're all sitting in the writer's room like, how are these guys going to crack into Biodome? How are they going to get past this uh, high-end security? Fucking firecrackers and a key. What, you know? Well, that's why they're both like, no way. And then the yeah. next thing you know, they're walking out you know, to their car that has a bunch of parking tickets. And I don't know how much experience any of you guys have with like heating and cooling units, but are all vents just the size of a human person? Like, can you just freely crawl through every infrastructure inside of every building forever? Every plot device. Yeah. Right. We just had, we just did uh, bad boys. And the whole point of that was they took like a, one of those things you slide under a truck with when you're working on it. And ran it down a ramp into like the middle of the police station and stole a bunch of shit. But like right. who's building a ductwork system that yeah. that functions in? And then of course we've got uh, fucking Doctor Faulkner just rolling around oh, underneath yeah. the biodome on like a like, motorized he, scooter. Like oh totally, and he's got like that whole like viaduct that he goes <laughs> yeah. through. It's like yeah. Uh, like who's building this shit, man? He was um, pre planning to go crazy. I think so. The, yeah. <laughs> the guy that plays the guard, the one guard, he went on to write a ton of movies. He wrote like, Con Air. Um, he wrote uh, movies no that we've kidding. covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that is the I know. least likely person that I would have thought. I know. I thought for sure that like that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And so he's actually, even though he is like a no name in this movie, he's listed a shitty security guard. Let's be honest with ourselves. He's not a a good security guard. Well, in in his in his defense, there was like they thought what they thought was gunfire. So (laughs) how about that for another cultural touch point before the mass shooting era? Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Just gonna throw out some firecrackers and then everyone will just remain calm. Let's there's a there's a joke you probably wouldn't do today. (laughs) Yeah, he um he also wrote Armageddon. Um Yeah, Green Book. Uh, Holy shit. In he wrote Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, fever Mark. pitch stuck oh. on you, me, me, myself, and Irene. I mean, they so can't be all hits. So. Right. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I loved Fever Pitch. Fuck I you. you. I love Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Uh-oh, you got to so be yeah. careful now. I that, that must have been right around his uh, blackface uh, Chris Rock era. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I just heard that today. That's crazy. I just Whatever. It, man. <laughs> so many years ago. Right. All right. Uh, let's hit another... Oh, this one, I pulled this uh, clip. I'm sorry uh, for both of you, but I pulled it specifically for Stu McAllister in case he decides to listen to this episode. Nice. Uh, Hi, Stu. We got a case of uh, huffing your own beefers in this this episode here. Okay, my turn. (laughs) Imagine being the guy who has to pick the sound for that. Like, can we get a different one, make it a little greasier, you know? already gross enough but then he's got his mouth filled with garbage food and he's still Ooh. talking <laughs> yikes mixed green salad with thousand blue cheese dressing Ooh, almost <laughs> patting there dude that was fully major dude your feet got all these nut toes buddy keep on cruising come on buddy it's okay keep on cruising wait so we're here now idiot all right so that was for Steve. oh so bad yeah huffing your, huff your own beefers that was yeah, a, that an observation I had. Uh, one of the interesting observations I had about this movie is, you know, it, obviously we're, they were going for some cartoonish, like kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon vibe. <laughs> but they also, like pre-Family Guy, there was a lot of really good like flashbacks and like uh, asides. Yeah, like, for sure. In, which I thought was interesting, which is one of the things I love about Family Guy. Like that's <laughs> one of the, my favorite gags in movies. When they, it's like that time when blah, blah, blah. And then it shows them back on yeah. the roof. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, this was just like a, it was a way of giving some uh, needed backstory or just some, yeah. you know, just some comic uh, input, I guess, from in the middle of, of this weird-ass movie. But. It's a weird-ass well, movie. Yeah. It's funny because one of the flashbacks made me wonder, are they brothers? Because I said that out loud. Well, yeah. The mom yeah. said, it's like I had two sons, Bud and Doyle. So I don't. I don't think they were. I just think he was kind of there all the time. Yeah, because she's like, I'm teaching Bud how to swim, and then she's like drowning him, you know? Yeah. Um, and I Googled it, and no one really had an answer. Okay, I have to say, sorry, I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> there is nothing on the internet about this movie. There's no fun facts. There's no, like, the only fun facts that we have, we've already talked about. Okay. Um, like, there's just nothing. Like, considering oh. how what a huge, like, I feel like influence on my life. I'm a little yeah. disappointed yeah. that there wasn't more. Right. So. Yeah. I've just, I saw some things where there were like issues with like continuity sake or like, you know, in one scene stuff was broken and then they came back and it wasn't and shit like that. Where, <laughs> like, Shocker. People, yeah. People have way too much time on their hands when they're Yeah. If continuity is your biggest problem with this movie, then. Yeah. When you're <laughs> yeah. dissecting a Pauly Shore movie to find out how many seconds were remaining on the clock as it was ticking down. We're like, oh, in this scene, it showed it was 12 seconds, and then it went to 13, and then it came back to 12 again. When it, like, how did that? Yeah. And I thought that was fucking retarded. Whoops. I'm not yeah. allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> no, not the R word. This movie's from 96. I'm allowed to say that. That's right. We're in co- we are period correct. Yeah. Uh, why would they start the clock at 365? It said day 365, and then it went down to zero. Like, who's doing this? Like, it should go, it's day one. Day one. It's not day 365. It's day one. Yeah, but it's a countdown. It's not it's, like a count up. I don't know. It just didn't seem like a countdown clock. It just seemed because it wouldn't say day 
whatever. Like, cause it's not yeah. day 365. It's day one. I don't know. I'm stupid. I yeah, love, okay, uh, I get that. I did love that recurring joke, that recurring time joke where they're like, a whole day, yeah, or like 24 hours. Yes. Where they were like the same. Yeah. If we only had one more day or 24 hours. Or another hours. Yeah. Hours. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, like 14 days or t- like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I hated that scene too. That's because you feel so, like she didn't do anything to them. They yeah. are just choosing to be it's jerks. It's Olivia, right? Is that her name? Yeah. She ends up saving the damn day at the end. She does. Yeah. Like no one cares. No one's like high five and Olivia. She's like she's the one that knocked out Faulkner and and made him chuck the coconut too far. I mean, if you haven't <laughs> seen this movie and we're just you're listening Spoilers. to me describe the end of this film, yeah. you're like there's no fucking way that this movie was made. There's just no way. And there's no way. Happen. There's no way with how slutty those girlfriends dressed that they were gonna wait a year to fuck somebody. Right. Exactly. No way. I was gonna. There's ask also it. no way that those. You know, scientist women fell for those two guys. <laughs> that also, that also is not possible. I mean, I don't I, know. The alternative was Romulus and Faulkner. So I mean, this is yeah. a good point. And they're like- they're good looking. Polly Shore, I think Polly Shore is good looking. Yeah. And I think Stephen Baldwin's super hot. And um, what? Okay, so did you guys think that the scientists were good looking? Because I felt like Mimi looked like a drawing of a lion. Like if you drew a lion. As like the cartoon hair? character? No, Kylie like her Minogue. whole face. No. <laughs> face. Kylie Minogue was Petra. Yeah. This oh, other, right. The other one was Mimi. She, like, when she, like, stood there, like, I feel like she, I was looking at, like, Mufasa or something. <laughs> right. She, I mean, yeah. I don't think she was bad looking, but, Very yeah. 90s. Very 90s look was happening. There's one scene in particular with the feather, like, the hair was all feathered back. It was, like, <laughs> very... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I'd agree with you necessarily. I, I wouldn't have imagined if any if I was given the choice for any animal to describe her as, I don't think it would have been <laughs> a full-grown male lion, but you know, whatever. That's, that's a, lot of pre, a, a lot of pre me too things happened in this movie. Yes, well. for sure. A lot oh, of like so. well, he walks yeah. up and he like pokes her in the ass when he's pokes like her, like they just hop into bed with two yeah. strangers. Yeah. Like they give it a shot, like they just you know, like, "Ah, oh, we're going to give this a shot, you know. Let's see what happens." When they run up to the door and start banging on it with their boners, it is amazing. I put door fucking in my notes. Actually. Nice. Because <laughs> I actually, I really, I, that was one of my laugh out loud moments when they just keep fucking the door. That was outstanding. All right. Um, we get, uh, hold on. Okay. We get, I'm going to do this one first just because I thought it was funny. A ghost is a miracle. This is what we were just talking about here, the. You're a miracle too, Petrie. Yikes. What's up, Doc? (laughs) What's up, Doc? Why are you putting that little guy in the rice bed? These tilapia are an integral part of our food supply. We adapted the technique from Asia. The fish eat the algae, then fertilize the rice. So then... She has, like, no personality. (laughs) (laughs) On the rice. (laughs) I mean, crapping on the rice. Well, in crude layman's terms, yes. She sounds like the voice of a video game trying to describe to you what to do next. I know yoga. Yeah, she sounds like Simba's mom. Is what she sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Great fake Lamar song too, by the way. Great soundtrack. I really enjoyed the soundtrack. It really brought me back to the... (laughs) 90s that, that era even sure. the beginning like with all the punk music and stuff it like oh, got yeah. me Dude, into it like i, I was like yeah hated this beginning it was it's like a long, three minutes it, it yeah, was like three long. minutes of like an mtv shit montage of like crumpled up paper and loud noises and 
colors. <laughs> it is just... I feel like that's just, it always goes wrong. I feel like the in, long intro is just, I can't think of a long intro that I've ever liked. Yeah, unless it was one that was accompanied by those like uh, had a story the or... intro cartoons or the right. other. No, yeah. those are the worst. They're so stupid. I know I like, you like them. I like the ones that follow the like through a character storyline when there's like nothing happening, but you're watching people like walking through a room and then you can watch the credits. Like you, you don't need to look right. at the credits. You can see something else happening. But yeah. when it's a movie like this, it just throws them in your face. It's like, here's the credits and listen to me. Which, I mean, yeah. I guess was a big deal back then. People wanted their names to be associated with the movie up front, I guess. But this I'm, I'm so... that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Matthew. It's actually just, produced by Weasel Productions, by the way, which is one thing I pulled from the opening. Very credits. good. So. <laughs> um, when when Polly Shore came to Shakespeare's, Wheeze and the Juice was like the, the, the drink of the night. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, like that is... I do have to say, like in today's movies or TV shows... Like, it's literally, like, three little things, boom, you're into the everything. Or sometimes they start it, and then they'll just be, like, boom, yeah, TV show, up a title done. card, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, we have the internet. We fucking know who's in this. Like, we don't need <laughs> to have the credits first. So, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like they have, like, they'll have the, you know, like, one of the killer songs, and they're showing some, like, kind of a little character development-y stuff. Like, they're going from place to place and showing, you know, or yeah, and that I can handle. And that's something yeah. like my kid can set through, but if exactly. it's literally just names on the screen as a song, yeah. like a shit song plays, I'm just like, ah, like old Disney movies. Please like let me you fast have to fast. For- yeah. You have to fast yeah. forward through old Disney movies for like five minutes before you, I'm like, how did I sit through this as a kid? This is, oh, we're, we, we're way more ADD now. With yes. stuff I don't know how I could go back at this point. Like I, it's, no. yeah. Oh, like, no, also, yeah. Yeah, notice the uh, the toll the payphones in this one. Yes. Like, that was great. The use of payphones. But like to oh, go back gosh. and watch a movie like this on a VHS tape would be just unacceptable for me at, at this point. <laughs> like, and if the idea of having to deal with like tracking and shit, it's just like stop doing all of the things we used to do. The Wait, greatest thing that has ever to, happened to technology was when Netflix said skip intro. Yeah, but hold oh, on. Yes. We, we have to get this in. We're about to run out of time on our first okay. thing. So we're going to do a little game for uh, our guests, and it, it has a theme song, and it goes like this. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. God, I hope I have enough time for this. Chop this, synopsis. All right, you guys have heard it. I'm not going to let it finish. All right, we need you to give us a 10-word or less synopsis oh. for this film. So if you could take this movie and chop it down, into 10 words or less. We'll get that from you when we come back after the break. But in the meantime, you'll have the break to figure it out. And we will be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Bob from Your Welcome Future Self, the podcast. Each week, myself and my co-host Adam come together to become less terrible people one episode at a time. It's a show about creating goals and trying to keep them. I hope you listen in wherever you get your podcasts and join us on our journey of self-improvement and mental health and stability (laughs) or instability. I don't know, but come on and join us. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental podcast. So can you keep them quiet? during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental podcast. I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? 
Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. appreciate it. Chop this, chop this synopsis. We'll let it play this time around since I had to cut it short last time. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Thank you so much for uh, that. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. That was uh, Mr. Bob Fredericks providing our uh, theme song, of course. Lovely singing voice, Bob. Uh, (laughs) Multiple time guest, Bob Fredericks, and also podcaster in his own right. Uh, Go listen to Your Welcome Future Self uh, featuring uh, Bob Fredericks and Adam Summerfield, both previous guests. So. Uh, but otherwise, go uh, enjoy those things that the ads were for. I think it's probably just some more podcasts. So go listen to those. Uh, and then welcome back. And now, Matthew, if you could please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of the film Biodome. I think this really captures it. All right. two, <laughs> two knucklehead bros destroy, then save Biodome, also fart jokes. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. That's exactly 10 words. There it is, yeah. I love it. I would I would click on that for sure. I'd, I'd see what was going on. At least. You had yeah, you had me at fart jokes. Fart jokes. <laughs> yeah, you didn't bury, did not mention the fart jokes. You didn't bury the lead. You kept us hanging on right till the end, and then yeah. you sealed the deal. That's how it works, man. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, so that's uh, chop this synopsis, and on we go. So uh, I, I am actually. I had a question. Sure. Would you guys do this biodome thing for a year? Like, would you, do you think that would be an experience that you'd want to have? That's a great question. Um, I feel like we're already three months in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've created my own biodome in my house. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you homeostasis is at about 3% right now. Inside the house. <laughs> Looking pretty rough in here. I might have a better chance of getting lucky if you don't. Know. <laughs> I would probably try something like this. I, I mean, my, a year is a long time. I year immediately time. thought to ask you, like, for how much money? Like, that's how that it was, worked in my brain. Where, it was or, like, that's where my head was too. I'm like, you'd probably get some money. Then you'd be able to write a book and shit. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. But, and you uh, get like, you could sponsor like nerd stuff. Yeah, but like, just out of like wondering if I could do it, I I would probably say no. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. need to prove it to anybody. But like, if it was going to serve a function or purpose, like if doing this was research toward a better environment then maybe you know but like if it was just wonder, to see if i could i'm not one of those kind of people yeah would you do it mandy yeah i would i mean if i didn't have a kid i couldn't be away from her yeah. for a year for, but yeah for I what would. end like just just to see if the challenge yeah just to do it and see if we could we could survive and how it would ha- and like at the end like you could go to like speak at like colleges and stuff and be like and too yeah. like your research could possibly colonize other you know, like the bottom of the ocean or other planets. I just think that'd be really cool. Sure. I wonder if any of these actors would be in the movie Biodome again. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a big no. Polly Shore. Polly oh, Shore would sure. be like, jump on that. Dude, yeah. Well, that's they, yeah. They fi- they lined it up for a sequel at the end of this beast. They could have done. They, they left it open. Yeah. They very, very much could have done like the uh, nuclear power plant dome or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they left the, the villain stayed alive spoiler alert and uh yeah and the main characters were heading right back into another situation you know what i mean was he a villain though i mean honestly wouldn't well, we have all just tried to blow that shit up after well, he nearly attempted to kill uh, what would have been six other people so i i guess yeah 
I mean, I feel like spending a year with with we watched him Ali kill Shore. a parrot. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, we didn't watch him kill yeah. it. He just we, we watched him eat it. God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was actually a great joke. I'm God. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm God. <laughs> so it. what do you, did this do it for? What happened to Pauly Shore after this? Was this the end for him? No, movie, he movie did wars? others. No, I feel like there were. I feel like there were movies after this. Wasn't I mean, was it just like Goof Troop and that shit? But yeah, um, maybe. So we talked about this when we did the son-in-law movie. He had done an interview where he was like pleading with people to like not be, as far as I can remember, this may be wrong, but I think he was pleading with people to just not be Pauly Shore anymore. Like, I don't want to be the weasel. I don't want to do. Yeah. Like he just. Wasn't it, it like, life after Polly Shore or something like that? Like I, life I don't after. Know. I don't know. But he uh, he was just getting pigeonholed into that same part. And there's only so many movies you can make as yeah. the weasel. You know what I mean? Like it, it had kind of run itself dry. He had been off MTV long enough where no one knew him from that perspective right. anymore. And he was just this like one trick pony that was like, all right, we get it. And, and we're kind of done with it at this point. Yeah, It's kind um, of the peril of like that stage persona character thing. Yeah. Where, yeah. And he, you can tell he's kind of actively like he wears like the knit cap and he's trying to actively move away from the. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, the thing is he wasn't. And again, oh, this is. Polly Shore is dead in 2003. Yeah. Was the last. He made like a documentary. Polly Shore is dead. Yeah. Holy shit. I thought you like just saw news that said Polly Shore is dead. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, what are the odds? No, in 2003, <laughs> like that was his, that was a documentary that he made. And the thing is, most people that were of that ilk would have been like, they could ride it out. You know what I mean? Like I could just yeah. be like a B actor for the rest of my life. But with Pauly Shore, he was so much of a specific, like he wasn't a bit character and he wasn't like a, a background guy. He was either major foreground, like I'm the weasel or it was just yeah. kind of nothing. And I don't think he would have been satisfied being just a, a, a bit character on a TV show or yeah, something. But the thing is he's, he has been like, he has been different characters in different TV shows all through and he's done voices and stuff. But like in son-in-law, when he mm -hmm. has to act serious, he is a decent, serious actor, even yeah. an Encino man when he's trying to like, when they're like on the motorbike and they're, and he's trying to drop him off in the desert and he's like, dude, you know, like, yeah. not like, not like, dude, but like, dude, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, so, <laughs> um, I do think that he is a decent, you know, he has decent acting chops. He just hasn't had the chance to really show it. And then his life took a bad turn and now he's horrible at stand up. So yeah. it might've been the yeah. other way around too. I'm not sure what it might've been that people were just like, please keep doing, or let me keep doing the weasel. Like, let me be the weasel for the rest of my life. And people were just like, now nah, we're cool. We don't need that anymore. <laughs> We've had enough weasel. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but we do get, uh, you know, stellar performances like this. What do you boys want out of life? To die and come back as a leotard? <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. Uh, what, do you die, uh, what do you die and come back as? If you had... Uh, wow. <laughs> we didn't realize we were going to get this deep in a poly show. I know. Oh, man. Probably me for, I'd be a dog. I'd want to come back as a dog. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be it a, depends on who owns you though. That, I thought the big, same thing. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a bird. Like, so I could like fly around. Thanks Jenny. Please God, make me a bird. <laughs> Please so God. Far, far, far away from here. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> oh, Jenny, no. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, I don't know what I would be. It'd be, you know, something that didn't have a lot of responsibility. Basically, it would be you're right. Yeah, exactly. which is the dog, basically. Um, like someone. I even, I even think that your face looks like the sloth from Zootopia. There you go. Like I could see you coming back. I could see you coming back, and and you work for a bank. If you just, so, <laughs> if you're just listening in, yeah. Which apparently a bank is the same as the DMV, and oh I yeah, like that's a, right. He's the DMV, <laughs> and I look like a sloth. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this only, you know, maybe take this as an opportunity to hop over to YouTube and then you can see <laughs> this happening in real time. So, But you should slow it down if you can so that Matt's really slow. <laughs> no need. I'll, I do that on my own. As soon as I hit, uh, as soon as I hit stop on this, uh, nothing else will uh, be happening today. Do you have the um, theme song for the budgets queued up or no? I do. Here we go. This is another theme song provided by listener slash guest. Uh, again, Mr. Stu McAllister shows up here. Box office theme song. <laughs> That's it. Short and sweet. Nice. Box office. He came theme up song. with that while sniffing his own beefers. Huffing his own beefers. Huffing yeah. his own beefers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll go with Matthew first. How much okay. do you think in 1996 it cost to make this movie? How much it cost? Kind mm-hmm. of think. There's a, there was a lot of set pieces. Sure. A lot of a lot of fake computers, which the computers were hilarious in this to me. Um, <laughs> I would say twenty million dollars. Okay. Um, this had to be peak Pauly Shore. A uh, lot of lot of extras, a lot of yeah, like you said, a big set, big yeah, building. But I would say that's probably pretty pretty close to what I would would have given it. I would say if this movie cost more than like twenty five million, it was, <laughs> it was a waste of money. They had to have lost money on this, right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, Mandy, what's, right. the, what's the verdict? It was fifteen million. Okay. Oh, right. so they did a pretty decent job out of a pretty Good, low end. Uh, yeah, that was budget at the time. Hell, a bunch of that had to be the music rights for a lot of this stuff. And yeah, I mean, there was probably some pretty penny thrown around for. Safety dance and that Steelers weird ass da 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 song and some Steelers. <laughs> so um and so yeah and actually William Atherton I feel like he was pretty big by then sure. you know like to get him it would have been that that was a pretty good get for them like to have him be the bad guy in this this was probably the low point of his career. Did you happen to get the list of uh, there? Was, this was supposed to be two other people that were it in was. This movie. Um, I did not. It was not, like Harlan is, Williams and yes, someone else. Donna something. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, I can't remember the second character or the second actor, but it was supposed to be Harlan Williams and someone else. Oh wow! Um, which I feel did like you, that would have been a lot cheaper of a movie at uh-huh. that point. But Harlan I mean, nothing Williams against Harlan Williams. I think he's amazing, but he just he's didn't so have that. He didn't have the star power. I think that Paulie Shore did. <laughs> God, at the he's time. so funny. Yeah. Um, Harlan Williams and Donna Gould. Dana Gould. Dana Gould. Oh, yeah. He's a classic. Yeah, Dana's for sure. Hilarious. Yeah. I, thought, I feel like he was just, he just came through Michigan. He was just a Dr. Grins, I think. Yeah. Which I don't know that, I mean, how many movies has he been like a star I in? Th- I like, literally thought this was a woman. No. So. Dana Gould? No. He's yeah. very funny. Yeah. But like, this would have been a weird movie. Like to see him being basically a co-star in a, a big budget film like that would be yeah. kind of a strange thing, but. I'm trying to think of stuff that he's even been in. Movie-wise. I, yeah, I, I think. Har- oh, sorry. Harlan Williams at this point hadn't really like. He right. Wasn't really yeah. They were both the basically scene. stand-ups. I think at that. Yeah. At that point. What is the movie but where he- Harlan Williams gets picked up as a hitchhiker? Uh, oh, yes. About Mary. 
Step into my yes. office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. Yeah, you're fucking fired, man. <laughs> yeah. Seven I think it was something about Mary. Seven yeah. chipmunks yeah. curling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. Haven't you ever heard oh, that? He's so great. from the sea. I love, oh, I love it when so he. Funny. I love him on Down Periscope when he's talking to the whales and he's like, "Coo, coo, coo." I love that yeah, so he much. Was Ellen DeGeneres before she came around, you know, <laughs> talking to whales and shit. Yeah, exactly. And um, in um, Half Baked when he's in jail and he's oh, like, yeah. "Have you ever the, run naked backwards through a cornfield?" The cop in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, <laughs> sucking yeah. back on grandpa's old cough medicine. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. You know what's good for you. <laughs> oh, so great. Love it. Yeah. All right. So, how much do you guys think this movie made worldwide gross? gross. It cost fifth. It cost fifteen million to make. Uh huh. They had to lose money on this, right? I can't imagine they get. <laughs> I can't imagine they got the money back. I bet this. it made some money. I bet. I bet this movie made a decent amount of money. I don't think it, I. I hadn't heard of this being a notorious flop, but. For some reason, thirty-eight million seems like a number. Okay, I would I would say probably somewhere near what we guessed the actual budget would be. So I'm going to stick <laughs> with like twenty-five million. Thirteen point four million. No, it lost money. It lost money. Yeah, Yikes. huge bummer. That is I was a huge bummer. I was super disappointed because I I remember like me and my friends all watching this movie as kids. Yeah. So I thought yeah. for sure. You know, this has had to, I mean, we were pretty, pretty much the prime target for that era. Right. And I, so I, I want to say Kyle Burnham, which is a friend of the show, uh, has been on a couple of times. Not a comedian, but still uh, been on a, a bunch of times. And he's a super funny guy. I think he had a Biodome poster in his room. Whoa. Now, I don't know if it was like well after the fact as like an ironic sort of like, look what I found. <laughs> or if it was legit, like, I love this movie and here's a poster of it. But I remember watching this with him quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they're not going to make any money off of uh, me Nostalgia. watching the VHS tape for the 30th <laughs> yeah. time. So It is a um, weird thing to go back and watch those movies that you loved as a kid. We just <laughs> did that with uh, No Retreat, No Surrender, which was like an 80s like Karate Kid ripoff that I remember. Just, <laughs> I loved it so hard as a kid. I yeah. probably watched it 100 times. And then you go back and Who's, watch it. Who is in that? Well, a bunch of nobodies, but Jean-Claude Van Damme was one of his first, was one of his first movies, and he's got like this little okay. tiny cameo. He's got like a really small part. He's basically in it for a little part at the beginning, and then the fight at the end, and that's it. I love him, and I actually suggested Bloodsport as like one of the yes. movies we were going to do soon. I I know I love him. We so. watched it. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried to f- find a movie that you knew you knew as a kid, but you have no way of like? You don't know the name. You can't really remember who's in it, but you had to like describe it to enough people to figure it out. That <laughs> happened to me. This movie is not worth watching. There's no reason anyone should watch it, but there's a movie called, uh, I think it's called House of Cards with uh, Tommy Lee Jones in it. And there's a, a, a small girl who like watched somebody die and went like all catatonic and like just didn't talk to anyone. And he had to, like this is ringing a bell to me it was weird and this is how i had to do this i had to describe it to enough people in fact i think i went to like a the fye store in the mall yeah. and was like can you please help me figure out what this movie is and uh th- th- again it was before like googling something was like readily available i had to like special order it uh and have it mailed to the mall um yeah now if you know one person you can yeah. literally just like look at their filmography and be like oh that's what that movie was <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> right. but like i ended up having to track that movie down and then of course i rewatched it and it was just like okay i guess i own this now like there was no <laughs> <laughs> what, have I, what have i done <laughs> yeah right 
You guys uh, ever buy? Have you guys ever bought a movie prior to watching it? Like you just thought it was oh, going to yeah. be great and bought it and was like, well, that was something. Um, That's happening yeah. a lot more now. I feel like with because um, a lot of stuff uh, we just saw uh, I, that King of Staten Island with uh, Pete Davidson is coming out mm. straight to live streaming, and it's like I'm going to probably buy that before I watch it because sure. now everything you know, theaters are closed, so there's going to be a lot right. of that. Right. I think. Yeah, yeah. I um I did that with Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> and I or no, not Hangover, Pineapple Express. Oh, okay. All right. And I I did not like the movie. I'm sure that yeah. there are a lot of people that listen that are like, "What?" And I and maybe I need to rewatch it. Sure. But I was just like expecting it to be amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah, cuz the cast was was something at right. the time. I mean, that seemed like it yeah. should have been great. I the Hangover was... I watched on a plane ride back from Korea and I thought it sucked and everybody's uh-huh. like, "What?" Yeah, so, yeah, it's all right. Um, I did that with, which again, this is the same way. I did not care for this, but everyone else thinks it's the most amazing. I did it with Punch Drunk Love. I just assumed it was going to be an Adam Sandler movie. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to just yeah. buy this. It happened to be on the shelf, like a new release at the store. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy this and see what happens. And I mean, it was okay, but would yeah. I have bought it knowing yeah. what it was? No, I would yeah. not. But Definitely yeah. not Billy Madison. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, do you want to do ages? Let's do ages. We're not going to play the theme song for that. We're just going to say, uh, how old are they? We're going to play a game uh, called how old are they? Woo. Mm. All right. How old do you think, uh, William Atherton who played Dr. Noah Faulkner was that mother Faulkner. We got to stop that mother Faulkner. <laughs> it's, it's true. Your honor. This man has no dick. Uh, that, he, when the, when the movie was made, oh man, 48. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to give him, I'm going to say like 42. I think it went okay. high. He was 49. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Price is, is right at it. He's right at it. He's looking 49. He's yeah. holding I know, well. right? Okay. Yep. So this one kind of floored me. How old do you think Kylie Minogue was when she made this movie? I think she's a little older. Petra. Right? 32 is my guess. I'm going to say like okay. 26. Okay, so she was 28. Okay. Okay. But that means that when she came out with um, Can't Get You Out of My Head, like the sure. amazing video, she was 47 in that Whoa, video. What? So she looked like she was like 25. Wow. But she yes, was she 47. I know. I was like, oh, Kylie, you're making me feel realize- like shit who she was i did not realize that she was like this huge megastar in europe and shit like i didn't is she australian yeah yeah australian and she i mean she was the one that originally came up with the the song locomotion come on no she i think no she she wasn't the original she did a cover sorry the cover of the song is what broke her yeah Yeah. but her cover was like the popular version she had like a hundred weeks in a row or some shit of being like on the the uk top charts or some nonsense so of she course, came like, out with a lot of dance music and but she was like fucking almost 60 or like almost 50 i was like what yeah. the hell <laughs> well and she uh i read that she uh became a music uh, a musician by accident like someone heard her singing that cover she did of locomotion and was like we need to sign her for this and then she became like a a musician after that but she was a an actress prior she it was in a bunch of biodome oh, no, yeah, that's she it. was on some australian <laughs> uh she was on some yeah, like australian soap, opera. soap operas yeah yes. oh, okay 
And um, she's done a lot of other like mm-hmm. acting things here and there, but she had a weird um, accent in this. It wasn't an Australian accent, I didn't think. No, no, like, yeah. it seemed no. kind of weird what she was doing. I wasn't exactly sure what that was. <laughs> I'm guessing it was the direction. Well, yeah, direction. Here's the only example I had of that. We've already played it, but here. A goat is a miracle. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of on the edge of Australian, you know. Yeah, she's got a little Olivia Newton-John going on there. <laughs> um, how old do you think Polly Shore was? On the if on the edge of Australian isn't a movie, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Polly Shore. This is '96. Yeah. Oh my. Thirty-one. <laughs> okay. I would say he was probably like 27. 28. Okay. Okay. Which is crazy because he was born in 68. So that just goes to show how old he is right now. Yeah. Like you got to do the math because I can't do that. Is he almost 60? No. If he was 40. uh, So he's like, yeah, right. Yeah. He's like 52. But that's still like crazy. For sure. So what, and, uh, was it, what was he talking about during his, like, how did it, how is his life going? He just is kind of like bottomed out. Yeah. He it talked about how he bought a house with some of his Encino money and he still has it, but he rents it out because he needs the money from renting it out. It's it was oh, the whole thing no. was just really sad. Yeah. I'm sure he just like, got into that vibe of trying to maintain that lifestyle. Like he probably, yeah. if he had done it right, he probably would have been set for life, but when you're yeah. living up here and you expect yeah. to be up here forever, I mean, you're right. kind of fucked. Like there's been plenty of people from back then that were, that hit really hard and fast, but then did it the right way and just kind of became regular people after they were done. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure he just kind of fell into that vibe and I'm sure there was fuck. there was probably so much drugs and Oh yeah. Other and shit. that's kind of his brand too, you know? Yeah. It's like I love the like the Rick Moranis story where he like was the biggest yeah. thing ever in the eighties and then he was just like, Yeah, I'm gonna raise my kids. Like oh, right. yeah. sure. we need it we need Rick Moranis to come back. I mean if, I if any he if was we, coming back Oh, something. there has been rumors about him coming back like nonstop. Yeah. It would be amazing if he would, but he's really great. And I yeah. think I just read something about him doing either like a cameo as himself or something. Uh, he just did like a small bit part in something or it's or he's going to be in something in the near future or something. I don't know. I literally feel like that has been like the, the like what we've yeah, been hearing yeah. about. For That's like the article years. that everyone is writing. <laughs> yeah. He might be in something later is what I, I heard. thought um, that it was the new the new um, Ivan Reitman's kid, the new Ghostbusters that was supposed to come out. Maybe okay. not. I don't, I don't know. And I Is also heard they were going to do year? some sort of a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, too, which oh, I, don't, again, man. I don't know. I don't know if we need that right now, you know? Now they're rebooting everything. Yeah. We've run out of original ideas. Well, gonna, what are they going to They, gonna, they, they can't, can't even They can't even film right now, so I don't know what the hell they're going to do. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. All um, Zoom. It's all going to be on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a bunch of found footage movies. <laughs> well, speaking like of, I know I know you guys don't like Jimmy Fallon, but like the Tonight Show or whatever, yeah. um yeah. Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, like, like they've Jimmy been doing this like constant um like soap opera like this where they're like doing it by zoom i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's freaking hilarious and it's got will ferrell and um oh i I can't remember the the chick from snl that's on it kristen wig um yes kristen wig oh i love her yeah Yeah. so anyway um oh how old do you think stephen baldwin was in this movie 
Oh wow! How how old did you say, how old do we say that? Uh, Probably sure I was twenty eight. I feel like Stephen Baldwin was a little older. Yeah. Thir- I, I got like early thirties, thirty one. Okay. okay. I'm going to stay with 28. I'm going to say they were probably pretty similar. He was, he was 30. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Splitting Which the goalposts. Yeah, there you go. Still, it's totes crazy. Cause yeah. I mean, so did Steve, how, what did Stephen Baldwin, what is his peak like of Stephen Baldwin's career? Like he, I know he's done some stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to That's like. That's the kind of career I want. Like, <laughs> I know he's done things he's been around i mean i know his name but yeah look up his filmography did you uh while we're while we're doing that did you happen to pull our did you get any other um cameos at all did we talk about those um there was tenacious d showing up did you get the other one great that was there was one cameo by um rose uh, mcgowan did you yes oh yeah rose mcgowan shows up and i was i would i was thrown away i was like what is this like this was a total surprise to me oh i'm gonna i'm I'm kicking myself right now too very short part in this movie but oh for it was it was pre it was pre like militant rose mcgowan yeah for sure it was yeah it was pre Marilyn manson rose mcgowan and pre uh what's his name uh well, who's the guy who uh, touched a bunch of people? <laughs> Whoever that, that producer guy is. Wasn't Rose oh, McGowan oh, one of the ones that like kicked yes. off? Yes. The uh, Me Harvey Too. Weinstein. She started. The Weinstein yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, so here she Stephen is. So Stephen Baldwin. Oh, go ahead. Check it out. This is the event that you've been waiting for. It's the annual at Arizona Tech. God, it's bringing back some, uh, some scream memories here. It's going to yeah. be like seminars and lectures and kegs and dudes galore. The sound of her voice <laughs> makes me think of Scream. Does the name Bud and Doyle ring a bell? It was years a long time to wait for those guys. Do you know how old we'll be in a year? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I meant to play this during the how old are you part. Okay, okay. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of those chicks they're in there with? They're, they're hot. They're hot. <laughs> they're hot. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, I know what you we, love her, but her voice is so horrible. Yeah, you can't can't get over it, huh? So I gotta give you. So I don't. Has there ever been a back to back great bad movie combo? <laughs> the year before this movie came out, the year before Biodo came out, Stephen Baldwin was in The Usual Suspects in nineteen ninety five. Yes, in ninety five. Yep, yeah, he was also. Oh yeah, he, love people it. that touch underage people. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he <laughs> was also in, yeah right. <laughs> he was also in um the Flintstones, which yeah. I liked him as Barney as Barney in the Flintstones. So he was right. in the was he in the second Flintstones movie then? I believe so. Well, I don't know. No, uh, no Rick because no, that was Rick Moranis. Which is yeah funny. yeah. Um, but Rick he's Moranis. been doing stuff. It's just stuff nobody has heard of. It was John Goodman and Rick Moranis yeah. right, in the first one. And then wh- who was, I don't remember who Fred was in the second one. Was, was it still, I don't it know. It was the guy from Hot, like the Hot Fuzz guy, I feel like. No, not Hot Fuzz. Um, I don't know. The guy from the Full Monty, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're getting into a real weird uh, rabbit hole here. <laughs> Speaking of uh-huh, rap, the full Monty. Yeah. Oh, I'm slutty. Oh, I'm slutty. <laughs> and hold on. <laughs> I don't feel anything. You love it. Me neither. Slaps you. him both times. Me neither. <laughs> Here we go. Man, I feel like a duck-billed platypus. 
I do that every time I put on a snorkel or every time. Anything. Oh, yeah. Anything also, the way right. they eat the chips, it's like you don't have to throw them all over the place. Yeah. Like there's a and bit more efficient way to eat those. Why would a biodome have a bunch of tubes of Pringles or whatever in their fucking? Yeah. Same. It would, it would I thought like the same thing. Burger and shit in there and just. Yeah. 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 What a waste of yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and the the last one is how old do you think Joy Lauren Adams was? Joey Lauren Adams. Which was Momo. Monique. Monique. Boy. The one that talks like this. <laughs> she totally does. Chasing, um, she says, don't mock me. She was in, uh, she did the Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. Kevin Smith, right? Did She She was yep. in Mallrats. Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. W- she was in, um, we, she's been in two movies we've done. Um, she was strangely. Did we do yet? We didn't do Big no. Daddy. Oh, she was in Big no. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> she was Christine. in, um, yeah. <laughs> That's a great movie too. She was in um, Dazed and Confused and also yes. very briefly she was in Coneheads. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Coneheads. Dazed She's confused, probably late man. 20s, right? 20, I'm going to say 26. I mean, she sounds like she's 14. But... She definitely does. <laughs> but she always has, I guess. Um <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, probably like 23, 24, something like that. She was 28, same as oh, Holly Shore. Look at that. Which oh, means okay. that she's, she's 52 now. Yeah. Wow. She's doing I don't know right. what she looks like. I mean, I don't know. She's still working? Oh, I yeah. don't know. She better be. You'd think. She I don't. I feel like her voice is like how like female um She's working in cartoons like I, I feel like female like <laughs> like weightlifters that take a ton of testosterone that's that's like what they sound like i don't know wow all right well we haven't hit uh tenacious d yet for the clip oh. go ahead and yes let's do that if you need the planet so have you before i play this more have you guys actually listened to the lyrics of this song because it's pretty great it it's is like, pretty good. It's like, first you need the planet uh, because you couldn't live a second without that. And then you need water, I think he says. And then at the end, he's like, and then you need the, the trees. Like, that's when the trees become important. But yeah, here, listen, we're going to kick it back off again at the... Uh, 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 hold on, there we go. First you need the planet your feet. You couldn't live an instant without that. So then you need the air. Then you need the air. Oxygen to breathe. Couldn't leave five. Couldn't live five minutes without that. Then you need the water. I think is what he's saying. Raising consciousness. Oh, I just can't stand up and preach about it. Let me uh. Open we really need to save some trees. Yeah. Don't say we didn't save some freaking trees. <laughs> I love it. And this, so this was the amazing. most pleasant surprise of me of all the surprises. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, for you uh, not so having good. seen this before. I, yeah, that was it, it really was special. And like I've seen them live before. I love I love Tenacious D. So it was like I didn't I had no idea they were in this movie. Yeah, I saw Well, I wanted to see them live and then their tickets were too expensive and then 
it got adjourned <laughs> um, oh, because yeah. of COVID. So See, I yeah. saw them back in what I, what I assume would have been like 99. Something yeah, like this that. was a long time ago. It was during the Wonder Boy, like when the Wonder Boy came out. Like, See, was, with me, they were opening for Weezer. It was Weezer, uh-huh. Jimmy Eat World, and Tenacious D was the opening act. I literally could not have cared less about Weezer. Uh, yeah. Didn't know who Jimmy Eat World was yet because they were still the opening act for Weezer. And then Tenacious D was the opening opening act. And we only went to see Tenacious D. So that's awesome. It was, it was pretty great. It was a good time. Great outfit. Anyways, that's all the ages. So all right. we're all good with that. We did it. All right. Uh, we have a few minutes left. I do want, <laughs> I'll save that one for the end. Well, <laughs> I have a nice ending clip we can use for that one. But um, let's I just have to next- say, Matthew, it's been so amazing seeing you. Wait, wait, wait. I love wait. it. Hold on. We've got our last game. We've got to play What's That Oh, song. we got another game. Yeah, we got to play What's That Oh, song. yeah. Whoops. It's time we stop, children. What's that sound? You hear what I hear. What's that sound? I remember this one. What's that sound? All right. It is time to play What's That Sound? This is where I take a sound from a movie play it for you guys and see if you can figure out what it is. I'm so glad you both have headphones on. This game is exceedingly difficult over Zoom, but it does get much easier over headphones. So hopefully you can get these. I do have three for this one. So we're going to go easier and then we're going to go harder toward the end and see what happens. So first one we have, I'm hoping this one's easy. It might not be, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hear this all the time. <laughs> this is, I mean, you, you got to know door fucking when you yeah. hear it. <laughs> I was going to remind you to check your notes if you were having trouble with this one. <laughs> I think that, that, might, be, that might be the first, yeah, That might be the first time someone's got it on the first go around over Zoom. So. <laughs> that normally, is awesome. Normally it's like, can you play that again for me six times and we'll figure out what it is. Very recognizable. Nice job with that one. And then here is the next one. And I need you to tell me uh, I guess what what it is that we're hearing. Okay, so I don't need to know what's happening on screen necessarily. I need to know what is what we are hearing. <laughs> oh boy! I can get to that one again if, if you need it. Let's crank it up a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's that when they're doing the sex radio thing, is it? No, no. No, I don't know that one. Mandy? Is that when he's being stubby? It's and he's it, like <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's the sound of a squirrel in a stub is what it is. That's yeah, the, okay. Squirrel like, in a have stub. You, you ever uh it, does he say you ever had a squirrel in a stub or something like that? And then they do yeah. that. So this is oh, that's the pickup line part? Yeah, this is after yeah. they come back into the room and give them the blankets and pillows. Uh, they don't even say thank you for the blankets and pillows. He's just, he just turns around and says, have you oh, ever? What? Speaking of, I love when he's like, Chulusa blanket. Because he's, <laughs> he always does like the rock. And he's like, Chulusa pillow. For fun. He's <laughs> 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 like, paper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got one more sound. Let's see. This one's going to be the tough one, I think. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I know it. Do you? Okay. Oh, Man, you during, it. Is it, it's during the party at the end. No, no, no. no. Back, backtrack a little bit. Oh, I don't Play know. Play it again. Play it again for him. 
Is that when they're high on nitrous? Nope. No. Uh, I don't know. It's when they're doing the anatomically correct, like fake, oh, like the rock and sock yeah. and sock him, button right. doyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he comes out and he's got the rock and sock him guys. That's great. It's the greatest of all time. So. I learned that if I turn my headphones way up during the <laughs> during, during this, I can hear it way better. Yeah. Nice. All right. So that's the last one. That was all three. Uh, nice. So nothing, nothing made its way out to the audience. So uh, great job for both of you guys. Nice job. Uh, I love again, that I you got the door fucking one. Yeah, that's such my a, like, part. Yeah, it's a highlight of the movie. Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we are down to just a few minutes left. So at this point, we want to say, uh, did you? Would you watch this movie again? This is basically our rating system: is whether or not you would waste your own time to watch this movie again. I could see watching it again as a fun thing, just because it's such a '90s time capsule. I can sure. totally see watching it with some like old friends and stuff. Yeah, it's way better to like watch it with someone, like to yeah. just sit and watch it by yourself again. Eh. Yeah, Jeanette and I had a blast, kind of just the, like the whole all the cultural stuff in it was really. Had good. Jeanette seen it or no? She had seen it. She actually mocked me for not seeing this movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. I was, she was like, "How have you never seen?" And it was. I don't know how this was in my blind spot, but I have yeah. never. I, but now I can say that I have, thanks to you, you guys. Go. <laughs> Very good. That's what we always want. We always, if you've never seen it, at least you can say you have. Like you're broadening my horizons. Pick, yeah, we try to pick at least somewhat culturally relevant movies. That's why I love you guys. Like I, I learned things. <laughs> there you go. Mandy, um, would you I, watch this movie again? Absolutely. It'll. Like it, I'll, I'll watch no. I, within like the next, probably the next year, I'll watch it for sure. sure. I would not watch this movie again, probably, but I would probably recommend to people that if you haven't seen it in like 10 or 15 years, probably give it another go. It's just, it's fun. It's yeah, worth it. Uh, people that grew up in the 90s, you know? Sure. Yeah, it's worth it. Well, and it's on. free. If you have Amazon Prime and you're home, I mean, you might as well. <laughs> For sure, yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you have anything to plug? What's going on? Anything coming up? We're just um, now getting to where things are starting to open back up again. All right, we are back again. We had a little bit of a <laughs> snafu there toward the end, uh, right in the middle of the plug. So I think we're going to jump back prior. So maybe you won't have heard any of that weird nonsense going on. We'll see how the edit works out. But let's go ahead and do some plugs. So Matt, <laughs> like we said before, things are starting to kind of open back up again. So we don't know if anything's really, you know, bumping up there. We, I mean, they opened some more stuff up your way. Uh, yes, restaurants and uh, some bars are open. The bars that we, I host an open mic up here at uh, Union Street Station, but they haven't. They have chose not to open yet, so sure. it's kind of that weird thing of like places can open, but people are choosing not to do it. So I don't know when that's going to open back up, but you yeah. can check that out at USS Comedy on Facebook. Okay. Uh, we we also have uh, a production company up here where we do shows through uh, Kamikaze Comedy, and we've been doing this really cool thing on Facebook. Uh, we put the videos on YouTube and and put them on our Facebook every Sunday night. It's called Broken News. It's like a total news satire thing. Sure. We had uh, Megan Coddington Heath was on last week. Ben Max is involved. It's just little snippets of like, uh, I'm the anchor of it. And then we throw it to the different way. Ben Max plays the weatherman. Correspondence and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. Nice. That is so awesome. We have got to get Ben on this podcast. Oh, yeah, you should. You got to get him on. He's one of the most fun. It's just totally <laughs> absurd the way he, his take on this weatherman is so good. So we've I, it's a toss up between whether I get him on or if I try to get Thad on. We'll see how it goes. Oh, man. Thad is. <laughs> That is out there and making stuff happen. He's up. We put a lot of his stuff on uh, our Facebook page too at Kamikaze Comedy. And uh, other than that, we have a uh, also have a podcast called The Thing uh, over at thingpod. thethingpod.com, which is about like creativity and what inspiring stuff. And we talk. We do one a week. 
Okay. We just did a, a quarantine classic, which was uh, the movie uh, Cool Hand Luke, which was okay. Nice, really fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, so you boil up out. some eggs. You boil up some eggs, sit back and I watch could, the movie. You know, I could eat fifty eggs. He says. <laughs> it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. All right. And then uh, where can people get, like, do you have uh, your own social media stuff at all? Or do you? I do. Yep. You can check out at uh, really Zerilli on uh, Twitter and face or on Twitter and the Instagram thing. And then just my name, Matthew Zerilli on Facebook. Uh, really Zerilli. Last name is spelled Z-E-R-I-L-L-I. And it sounds like really. So I call it really Zerilli. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Mandy, do you have anything at all that's coming up at all or anything or just stuff you want to point people toward during this time of, uh, you know, wait and see anything that you're enjoying in the real world that people could also enjoy. Uh, nope. I'm doing no. the stay at home mom thing. So I'm kind of dying. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. so you're just watching like cartoons all, all day and, and that's just Lots of, a lot of, there's a lot of swimming. A, okay. lot, like a, a lot of what mom watch mom watch mom mom nice. mom yeah so I, I mean i'm enjoying it but yeah. um i i do know things are going to be opening up and just be responsible um yeah. the reason i'm staying home right now is because i literally don't know what's going to happen with my kiddo yeah. and with schools opening and stuff so um yeah just everybody you know don't be a dick yeah we're all in it together right, for sure yeah. Um, if you would like, you can uh, follow us on the Instagram at another episode podcast there. That's where we're going to put up posters of all of these dumb fucking movies that we redo. We take <laughs> the main posters. cast out and we replace it with ourselves and the guests. So look forward to that. There's going to be a biodome poster with your face on it. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we drop those. We try to get those out every Sunday prior to the episode so that people have a, an advance notice what to watch to lead up that way they can watch it beforehand and then join us for the conversation. So um, that happens on the Instagram. We also have the, the web or the uh, Facebook page for the podcast as well at another episode podcast. And then we are on Twitter too, but hell I haven't done anything on Twitter in a very long time. I'm bad at this, um, yeah. but that's another F pod on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, if you want to uh, suggest movies for us to do or tell us what we did wrong or correct something that we messed up, you can email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com. But otherwise, uh, we don't really know how to end these things at all. It just gets real awkward here toward the end. So we'd like to kick Matt's it off. really excited about this. So have, <laughs> let's do this. With a little clip that we pull here just for the end specifically. And this one I'm just pretty stoked about. I had to throw it in here somewhere. So here is that final clip. Off he goes into the wild blue. <laughs> Off he goes. <laughs> wild blue. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Matthew, for uh, yeah, coming back you. on again. It's great and to see you guys. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, awesome. we, no, we won't wait so long next time. We'll get you back on. So right on, mini awesome. tribal, everybody. Mini <laughs> there tribal. you go. We'll end it with that. All right. <laughs> thank you guys so much, and uh, yeah, have uh, have fun out there and be safe. Bye. Awesome. Bye.